<laughs> but we're uh, going to podcast tonight. We've done some classes today uh, with twists and side bending as a focus, and so I thought I'd bring that to you guys, get a little unstuck going on in here. We will start in Suptabhata Kanasana. So you lie down, bring your feet together, and your knees drop out to the sides. Find a place where your sacrum is level, and allow your spine to take its natural curves on the floor, be at ease as you rest. And as you're here, if there's something you could do to be more comfortable, take a few moments to seek that out. If it's changing this pose, that's fine. You can. Take your feet to the floor, knock your knees together, go to the reverse. You also shift your body into greater ease, maybe with movement in your shoulder blades, down your back, or lengthening of your neck, or softening of your arms, your face. And you get to a place where you're able to feel your body, feel your breath be unencumbered by any extra tension that's unnecessary right now. In this way, allow yourself to take shape, to expand with your inhale, and to drop into the floor on your exhale. here for these first few breaths and practice in a kind of stillness which allows you to notice the action of your body, the movement within. What information are you getting? Noticing about yourself. In this practice, we cultivate the noticing, the listening. We turn down the volume on our opinions or expectations. And become interested in the information that we're getting on a moment-to-moment basis. What are you noticing? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? On your next exhale, bring your knees together, hug them into your chest. And let's take a little rock side to side across your pelvis. Make some circles around the edges of your sacrum, the flat bone at the back of your hips, what feels like a flat bone in the back of your hips. Find the outer edges. Maybe there are some places that need a little extra. You go for that. arms out like cactus, the sides right angles, bring your knees together, your feet together, and belly twisting pose. Let your knees drop side to side. 
can have your feet off the floor if you need to drop them down and use uh, the floor for support, do that. some rotation and where it's happening in your spine. As you press your arm bones down and move your hips side to side, you know, lengthening in your low back as you feel the twist happening mostly in your thoracic spine. You get a little chiropractic adjustment, even better. element of side bending to this. When you bring your knees over to one side, can you pull them up to your elbow and then bring them back down to the circle and then up toward your elbow as you take the other side. Back down the semicircle. So essentially you're tracing a smiley face with your knees. That's what it feels like, right? Big old smile like this. I don't know, I need to sit at a desk all day. This is pretty dark in a car, whatever. You just been dealing with the light all day, and this feels pretty good. We're rolling around on the floor, really. Can you find some interesting movement in your body where you notice the Action when you drop your knees, where you notice when you pull your knees toward your elbow. One more round. Make your way back to center. You're gonna hug your knees in toward your nose, nose, and toward your knees. And extend out. Your arms at 45 degree angle, your legs at 45 degree angle. And then curl everything back in. And extend out. Arms at 45 degrees, legs at 45 degrees, curl in. If you want to drop your legs a little lower, you can do that. If that keeps your sacrum level, low belly in, curl. And extend. Curl. Extend, curl in, and reach long, curl in, and reach long. One more time, curl in. This time, have a little rocking on your spine. Nose, knee, knees, nose, you rock. You're gonna make your way up to seated. Sit in a comfortable pose. You can drop your chin to your chest and make some circles of your neck. Stay lifted through your mid-body. See if you can just move your head in order to get into the muscles of your neck. If you're using your whole body to sway side to side, can you bring your ribcage back to center? Drawing through your abdominals, isolate the movement in your head. Bringing your head back to center, have a few shoulder shrugs. Just allowing the outer shell to fall away.
now focusing on the range of motion in your shoulder joint. What do you notice here? As you move, maybe one at a time, the difference between left and right. Can you isolate the movement of your shoulders so that your rib cage isn't moving? And then, can you involve your rib cage, taking this more into a twist? There's lots of ways to move from your shoulders. Can you distinguish between spinal movement here as you move our rib cage side to side? Spinal movement. And then, as you let your rib cage stay still and move just your shoulders, moving. Let's say from your arm bone. Don't worry, it's not a test. So what do you notice? It's a really good thing this is not a video podcast. <laughs> You've got flash dance going on with crazy. It's good. Let's come back to center and sit tall in your body. And you take a twist. So you take your right hand to the outside of your left thigh, rotate. Press your sitting bones down, draw your low belly in. Now lift up through the center of your chest. Let the rotation happen from your core body instead of your hand. Right, so if you took your hand away from your leg, could you maintain the twist? And then of course you can lay your hand back down for the support of your arm. But can you keep the action that you had without your hand? Back to center. Stay upright in your body, switch sides. See that teacher training, switch sides? <laughs> yeah, that works. They're smart. <laughs> you can have a test of removing your hand. Can you stay in the twist? slowly back to center. You get a different rotation twist. You're going to move your right shoulder down toward the left knee. On your inhale, you're going to come back up to center. And then left shoulder of your right knee. And inhale, come back up. So we're going to flow through this twist. You can let your arms do whatever they need to do. As you keep your sitting bones pressed to the floor, do you notice any difference between the two sides? Is one side easier to release down? One side easier to bring back up? For most of us, it'll just feel different, right? Different organs on the two sides of your body, right? If you don't have two livers, hopefully. Right? Hopefully. Okay. And two stomachs. Yeah, so there's awesome. <laughs> I can use four stomachs. <laughs> I don't know, I'm hungry enough as it is all the time. <laughs> Come back to center and take a roll of your shoulders. Move it over into your hands and knees and take them back up. Feel out your spine. And maybe you want to move this more from your hips as you move your pelvis on your leg bones. 
that's one way to move this flow of breath and spinal flexion extension. <coughs> Another way is from your hands, your arms, as you focus on either side, what changes in your experience of these poses. One or the other gives you more space for you to it. Do that for yourself. Come back to center. And with your side bends, so you're going to squeeze one hip towards the same shoulder, left shoulder to the left hip, back to center, and then right shoulder to right hip. So you're squeezing one side of your body, coming back to center, squeezing the other side. Notice if you're taking your head to one side and your hip to the other. That's not where we're going with this. You're going for a curl, a C curl on one side, and a C curl to the other. Scan your head to the second half, tails over there. Coming back to center. You're going to squeeze and take both to one side, and then the other side. Come back to center. And downward facing dog. Keep your hands spread wide as the mat, pressing down and forward as you send your hips up and back. Now that your hips can trace a semicircle side to side, lengthening of your side body here as your hands press down and forward. And also, you feel the sensation as you let your hips move side to side. In your hips, your waist, your rib cage. Okay, that's my yes. Come back to center. Pause, have a breath. And inhale your right leg up, three legged down. Point your foot, flex it. Make some circles of your ankle. And then your knee and open your hip. Press your left heel down as you lift your right knee up. Good. And have breath in. On your exhale, square up, bring your right knee to the mat. Kneeling side plank, you're gonna spin open to the left. You can pick up your left leg, hover it, it's like a kneeling half moon. You might bend your knee, catch your foot, a little shapasana. Deep breath in. On your exhale, you're going to return, bring your left arm down and through into thread the needle. Let your left shoulder drop to the mat, your left ear to the mat. You can extend your right leg back behind you, lifting as high as you go with balance.
on your inhale, unwind. Back to center, step back to downward facing dog. Breath in. And let it go. And take your left leg up, three-legged up. One flex. Then you'll roll your ankle around. And then bend your knee, open your hip, get open. By pressing your hands down and forward, you lift your knee up and back. Create space through side bodies. Have a breath in. And then exhale, square up. Bring your left knee to the mat for kneeling side plank. And take your right leg up into kneeling half moon if you like. And then a bind, bend your knee, catch your foot. Open. On your exhale, you'll release, come back through center, take your right arm through your left arm and left knee into thread the needle. And you can extend your left leg back and up as high as you go. And can you maintain your breath? Or are you holding this just to hold it? Just a little bit of play with this that you know at first seems to take all our energy but eventually you work into this with steady breath. Make it yoga again. On your inhale unwind and step back. Downward facing up. Breath in. Empty it out. Look forward and walk forward to ragdoll. And bend your knees enough to lay your chest onto your thighs. You can wrap your arms around one another. Let your head drop. Breathe here, letting your spine unwind. And then taking Spine through some different movement patterns. Notice what's going on, what you feel around your spine, the muscles that surround it, and your hips and your shoulders. And pause here. Close your eyes. Unless that makes you dizzy, it makes you dizzy, keep your eyes open. With your eyes closed, can you cross your arms the other way? Is it weird? Do they want to go back to the other way? <laughs> Badly? Yeah. I don't know. Just mess with that. See, see what it is. So you cross your arms the opposite. What do you feel? What do you notice is different? It's different. Come 
know, that are different, they're not monumentally different, but just interesting, interesting things to learn about yourself. Release your hands to your mat, bring your feet together. On your inhale, reach up, multiple. And we'll draw our hands together at heart center, pause. Each of us sit in our own body and with our own purpose for being here on this map. And all of us in a shared practice, a practice of cultivating goodness in our life. And through our lives, becoming better, making the planet better. Whether we get happier or healthier, more open, more generous, more peaceful with our own practice, we walk out that door and extend those qualities to others. We share them with each other as we practice. We bring ourselves to what we're doing here. We start by joining our voices in the sound of all. Deep breath in. Uh -oh. flat back, and low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog, and breathe out to down dog. Breathe in here, and empty it all the way out. Look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Breathe in. And fold forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. And fold forward, exhale. Breathe in, halfway there. A little push up, breathe out. Breath in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. A breath in. And let it out slowly. Walk around, top of your mouth. Breathe in, halfway lift. And bow forward. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Bow forward, exhale, empty. Full long inhale, halfway lift. Get all your breath in. Low push-up. Get it all out. Let your inhale draw you up. Upward facing down. 
Let your exhale send you back to downward facing dog. Deep breath in, slow and smooth. Let the breath get into your lungs. And let it out completely. Walk your hat to the top of your mouth. Breathe in, halfway lift. And bow forward, breathe out. One more round, inhale, reach up. And you go with your breath. to a 90 degree room on a Monday night to hold back on themselves. You may need to dial it back today to take care of yourself. That's true. But you came here to explore, to get something new going, to become unstuck in some way. So you work that every breath. Don't wait to get good at the pose to work it. Don't wait to like the pose to work it. Explore your way into getting good. Explore your way into liking this pose. It's possible. Deep breath in. Then hands to your mat, low push-up. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. 
Left foot forward, breathe in, warrior one. Sit right in. And you can do the details while you explore, right? Front toes straight ahead, your back foot at an angle that allows you to square your hips. But that might change. As you deepen your awareness of what you're doing and what you're getting from this pose, you may notice that you could square your hips more. So you play around with where you placed your front foot. Maybe it needs to go a little bit to the left so that you can get your hips square. Maybe your feet need to be a little further apart front to back to get depth, right? If you feel kind of stuck in your front knee, you may try that. You know, on the other hand, maybe you've had injury to a knee or an ankle, and you're feeling those feel a little unstable. And you go a little shorter in your stance to stabilize. That's deeply imposed too. One more breath in. Drop your hips as you lift your heart. Then hands to your mat, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing down. And down dog, bring all the way out. Have a full breath in, let it get through your lungs. And empty. And look forward, walk forward, up your neck. Breathe in. And fold forward, breathe all the way out. Drop your hips low, reach up, Utkasana. Bow forward, breathe out. Halfway lift, inhale, you gotta let your breath in, you can't force it. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. And hands to mat, low push up. Breathe out. And breath in, upward facing dog. And breath out, downward facing Left foot forward, breathe in, reach up. And hands to the floor, low push up. Full breath out. Let your inhale float you up. And downward facing dog. Allow your inhale in. Instead of forcing it, let it get to your lungs. It wants to get there. Empty. Look forward. Walk forward. Half of the mat. Breathe in. Halfway lift. And breathe out. Hold forward. Drop your hips low. Inhale. Reach up. And bow forward. See if you can smooth out your inhale by doing less work. Inhale, flat back. No push-up, breathe out. Inhale, can you create a buoyancy with your breath? And downward facing up. Empty, release. And right foot forward. Reach up. And hands to the mat. Low push-up. And flow low, passing your breath out, and then let your inhale bring you Downward facing dog, with your exhale take you back. Left foot forward, let your inhale bring you up. Flow. And hands to the mat. 
breathe out, slow and smooth. Your inhale, guide you up. And exhale, down dog. Have a breath here. And empty. Step your right foot forward, warrior one, reach out. Open into warrior two. Set your eyes at your middle fingernail up front. Your front heel lines up with your back arch. Connect into your feet. So the outer edge of your back foot works the floor. And then the ball of your big toe and then the center of your heel up front are really overworking in the front leg. Your back foot provides the ground that you use to lift up into your pelvis from your inner ankle to your inner thigh. And you send your front knee forward from that stability. Keeping your knee aligned over your second toe by using your front foot. Dig your heel into the mat. Keep your knee aligned. It's an action of your outer right thigh that works there too. And on your inhale, reverse. Breathe here. Space between your ribs. And you work with the placement of your arm. You straighten your arm, first of all, because bending your elbows is, is not really part of side body opening. Get a longer lever up top. Roll your pinky finger toward the back wall. Press up through your pinky finger tip. Can you feel the stretch through your side body more? Then cartwheel your hands down low, push up, breathe out. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe out. Step your left foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Open the warrior two, breathe out. Front heel aligns with your back arch. Press into the outer edge of your back foot, sit into your front thigh from the strength of your back leg. I'm getting these, these power lines going in your body that you start to notice. Press through the outer edge of your back foot by firming the outer line of your leg. And then from lifting your inner ankle, you lift the inner line of your leg all the way up to your pelvis and low belly. That work helps you to send your front knee forward. Hmm. Theoretically, right? Theoretically. Yeah. If you stay in it, you notice these things. There's a million other things you can notice. strong base going here, then reverse from home to the sky, you lift up. And keep your breath moving, right? Sometimes you take that big gulping inhale, and then where do we go from there? See if you can keep a steady stream of breath that's completely non-dramatic. Can you be completely undramatic with the practice? Like in your facial muscles, in your tone of breathing, in that space between your ears. Most of us say we, we don't want to hang around people who are overly dramatic and then we get on our yoga mat and become that person and hang out with them for an hour. Right. On your exhale, cartwheel down, a little push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. 
downward facing dog. Take breath here, take stop. Notice what's going on in your body. Now, sometimes our inner drama queen comes out, right? But in that, we lose the noticing. What's brilliant about that, though, is that when you go back to just noticing, we lose the drama. So when we notice that you've gone into that spin, it's very easy to come back. Well, it's very simple to come back. It's not easy. Simple to come back to this noticing. Inhale, take your right leg up, your leg up. And exhale, shift forward, knee to nose. Inhale, reach back. And then knee to your right tricep. Really curl your side body like you did in that uh, cat cow variation. Good. Inhale, reach back. And then across your body, knee to your under eye. Look left, kick your foot out, revolve side plank. You're going to pick your left arm up. And we're going to work the line in this pose today from your back foot up through your top hand. And can you reach top hand toward the front wall to increase that sideline stretch? Your back foot through your pinky fingertip and you get space. And you breathe into that space. Use your front leg as support. Press into your foot to lift your hips. One more breath in. Reach through your pinky finger. Then look to your mat. Left hand down, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. Bend your knee and open your hip. You flip over, flip dog. Weird asymmetrical, twisting back, bending thing. Even when you get it to the wheel, it's asymmetrical. You got one hand in front of the floor, one on your mat, there's different surfaces underneath you. Come back to center, high plank. Side plank, ground your right palm, open up to the left. And you're going to reach your top arm toward the front wall, pinky finger down toward the floor, lift your hips up, you know, side bend going here. Notice the top line of your body or the left line of your body. And you make it into a deeper arc, deeper curve by reaching for the front baseboard. Then look to your mat, left hand down, open up to the right. Take your top leg up and step behind you, wild thing. The fall of your right foot to the floor. You straighten your left leg, press the sole of your left foot toward the foot. So another weird asymmetrical shape to be making. Notice what you're doing with your neck here. Is it a good part of that line or could it be more comfortable? Or it doesn't need to be in a certain position. And you make more space out into your right fingertips. And then back to center, low push up, breathe out. You breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge, reach up. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're here. <laughs> No, it's been a great time to have a water break, but it's not. <laughs> and if you need one, you need one. Otherwise, you're here. And can you get your pelvis down in line with your front knee? You don't have to. But how could you get there and potentially create more stability? 
but it could be taking your back down to the floor. Could be taking your feet further apart front to back. But can you anchor yourself, anchor your pelvis, have it become part of the base? And then lift through your center of your chest. And exhale, hands to your heart, twist. Rotate your spine. Then hook your elbow. Right? Hooking the elbow, it's just like a, that's just creating the, the shape of the pose, right? The twist, the action of the pose comes from your back leg, from your low belly from drawing your heart forward enough, right? Like this twist would be happening even if you didn't have your arm hooked there. If what you're feeling is that your arm is holding this whole thing together, see if you can get to your back leg and your core body. See if you can pull your heart forward and up and hold more of this at center. On your inhale, you're gonna open your arms and pull your heart forward. Ring out with your exhale. Next inhale, come up and around warrior two. And side angle pose, forearm to your front back. But yeah, don't worry, this is never going to be over. Never, this sequence is going to go on forever. <laughs> Sit low in your front leg, as low as you can. Right? Just see what's possible. If you get to as low as you can, but it's not sustainable, then you learn something, right? And you come away from that. Stable means you've got core body control, you've got breath. You still remember why you're here. You can't remember why you're here, you've gone too far. That's life lesson. One more breath in. Look to your mat, little push up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way up. Inhale your left leg up, three-legged dog. Exhale, come forward, your knee to your nose, press. And inhale, reach back. And then knee to your left tricep or underarm. See if you can use a side body squeeze to pull it forward more. You don't have to look back at it. Inhale, reach back. And then across your body. And look right, kick your foot out. And you're kicking it up toward the line of the front of your mat, right? <laughs> There's blocks in the way, you gotta deal with them. Squeeze your back leg, press into the outer of your foot if you can, and then work the line from your back foot through your fingertips. Can you create more space there? Can you create more space there by lifting your body, the work of your front leg, right? And it's the outer of your foot pressing into the floor and then your leg bone lifting up into your pelvis to get you a good, and then back to center. Right and down, left leg up, three-legged dog. Bend your knee and open your hip. Do you flip your dog over? And maybe you go all the way to the heel, or maybe not. And maybe even if you can go all the way to the wheel, you don't have to. Maybe you've never gone before, but you could tonight. It's always like that, right? There's, there's plenty of ways to explore. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should or need to. Just because you have before doesn't mean you can't. Come back to center. High plank to side plank. Ground your left palm, open up to the right. And tighten your body. And you're going to reach your top arm toward the front wall. So, getting very, very 
tight through your midline. Squeeze your legs together, draw your low belly in, pull your sternum forward. And then make space across the right side. A little lateral bend, lifting your hips will get you into that more. Maybe you can reach and trace your fingertips down the front wall, potentially roll your finger for the floor to get there. Deep breath in. And then exhale your hands to the mat. And come to the other side. Side plank. Lift your top leg, step behind you. Great wild thing. And so your right leg is straight. And you start on the outer edge of your foot and work the inner edge of your foot toward the mat. And now the line is from your bent knee, your bent leg. Press that foot down. There's a ball of your foot in the floor, ball of your foot out through your pinky finger as you reach that side line, take breath. Look to your mat, little push up, breathe out. Really, really good. Breathe in, now we're facing down. Down dog, breathe out, you can sleep so good tonight. Left foot forward, crescent lunge, reach up. Exhale when you get there, right after your inhale, exhale. And that seems easy and simple, but usually we get there and then kind of geek out for a while. Can you steady it, can you smooth it, can you be in ujjayi breath, vinyasa, flow. And work with details. It's not throw out the details so you can breathe. It's breathe while you attend to the details. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to line up the pose and we get it right and then I'll start breathing. We miss both there, right? The breath is part of it. As you continue to breathe in the pose, you notice what's going on, you respond. You may need to change some things. Breath becomes a good indicator of how you're doing in the pose, of what you need in the pose. Inhale, lift your chest. Exhale, twist. Bring your hands to your heart, rotate, then hook. And start treating your arms. They're there. As you press your palms together, it's going to help you lift your chest. But the, the twist itself is coming from your back leg and your low belly, allowing your spine to create space for rotation. And then your spine creates space for rotation all the way up to your thoracic, maybe to your cervical spine as you look up or down. It's kind of interesting to play with both sides of that. When you look up, cervical spine is following the twist of your thoracic, but when you look down, you're creating an alternate twist. No right, no wrong, just different. Inhale, open your arms. And up and around, warrior two. The great side. Side angle pose, form to your front back. And you're here. And you stay here. You notice the last pose of sequence. I can show up two ways. One, like super happy and, you know, like totally intuitive, like, oh good, we're getting out of this soon. Okay. You can take the we're getting out of this soon, put it to the side, and be in this for what you feel in this pose. And you create the line up your side body out through your fingertips toward the front wall or toward the ceiling, either way. If you've got shoulder stuff going on, you might be straight up. Otherwise, reach for the front wall, 
pinky finger down toward the floor. Roll your bottom one toward the ceiling. We'll just open. Then look to the floor. Breathe out as you lower, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. The breath in. And empty. Forward, walk or up, top of the mat. Breathe in and fold down. Katasana, inhale, chair pose. Exhale to twist, bring your hands to your heart, and left elbow over your right back. Where is your breath and what's it doing? For you. And you notice it's gone shallow or gotten ragged. And that becomes the focus, getting it back to steady. Inhale, open your arms, draw your heart forward. Exhale, bow forward. Toe your feet apart. Catch your big toes with your peace fingers. Inhale to halfway lift. Exhale, fold down. Bend your knees until your chest rests on your thighs. Get very relaxed in your upper body. That's the, the purpose there of your legs bending and your hip hinging. That this fold, this forward bend and your spine happens in a way that's supported. That your low back isn't holding on, your thoracic spine isn't having to hold on. And you get so into this fold, you drop your chin in toward your chest and create more lengthening of your back body. And you really let your head get into that forward flexion. Then release your hands, bring your feet together, drop your hips, inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. Hands to your heart and twist. Press your sitting bones back as if you were stamping them to the wall behind you. Pull your low belly in, your sternum forward. And this is the opposite of what we're seeing at forward fold. Right now, your torso is very integrated. You're doing a lot of work there and lengthening your spine into the twist. Maybe your hands press to help you draw your heart forward and up. Be good to your neck here. And look up or look down again, depending on how you want to take that twist. Inhale, open your arms. And then bow forward, breathe out. Chosel your feet apart. You can take them wide out to the edges of your mat. Turn your toes out to the sides and drop down into a little squat. Whatever a little squat is for you. So a little squat may be your hands on the floor, keeping your knees safe, that's cool. You may be able to bring your arms to the inside of your legs, press your palms together. And from that action, start a little tractioning of your spine here. Drop your tailbone down, pull your low belly in, press your chest up. And you get a little, what you call axial extension, 
press the top of your head toward the ceiling as you drop your tailbone down. Spine in, low belly in, thoracic spine in. One more breath. Release your hands and bring your feet together. And on your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Press your feet into the mat and take your arms overhead. Bring hands together at heart center. Pause. Feel your feet underneath you, squeeze your legs. Draw your low belly in, get still. Take tree, reach your left foot down, bring your right foot up, let it slide up your leg. And let it go or goes. You can be unattached to how high you're getting your foot. Make sure you're not bending down to get your foot with your hand. Just slide it up so that you stay centered, balanced throughout the entry and exit of your boat. On an inhale, take your arms up overhead. Draw your shoulder blades down as you reach your arms up. And then you'll take your right wrist in your left hand and add a little side lengthening here. So you take your left arm over to the left, drawing your right wrist with it as far as you go. On your inhale, come back to center. And exhale, hands to your heart, foot to your mouth. Set your eyes at a point in front of you. Root down through your right foot, let your left foot slide up. Let it do the muscular work. It may not get as high as you want it to, but unless your goal with your practice is to have your heel all up by your pelvis, right? then you can, you can afford to let your foot go where your leg muscles can do the work. And then you gain strength there. Right? Maybe as you're there, you draw your heel up. Okay. On your inhale, take your arms overhead. And you find the balance here, right? And maybe you need to step it back a little bit to find your balance to do that. Otherwise, catch your left wrist with your right hand and look a little side And you find balance here rather than just the shape of a pose. Practice the balance. This is like a sideways, weird angle balance, right? You come back to center and then hands to your heart and foot to your mouth. Breathe. Right? Balance doesn't mean rigidity, doesn't mean statue-like behavior, it doesn't even really mean symmetry, it's a dynamic equilibrium. And finding balance in our lives is about the ebb and the flow, same thing in our bodies. Feel breath move through you. Feel your body moving here, even as you're creating stillness in the pose. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Bow forward, exhale. Breathe in, halfway in. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing back. 
and down dog, breathe out. Set your right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. And open into warrior two. Inhale, reverse. Reach. If straighten your front knee, come into triangle, just hinge at your hip. So hinge at your hip, keep going with that. Forget everything else, you're not going for your blocks, you're just going into the hinge at your hip and then letting your hand drop. Maybe it drops to the floor, maybe to your front shin. If your hand doesn't quite get to the floor, try kicking your feet wider apart front to back. And then as you get yourself into the pose, notice are you rounding or are you dumping weight down into your hand? Do you need a block to help you lift? If you do, grab a block at this point. And this is the thing about vinyasa practice. What I've been noticing over the past few years is that we were told one time to use a block in triangle. So we start getting that block before we even take the vinyasa into triangle. Myself included. But what you want to do with your vinyasa practice is take the pose, then choose what you need. Do you need a longer stance? Do you need a block? Do you need a different block? Do you need a different side of block? Do you need to hover your hand today? Create the pose first, then bring the additions in. Instead of grabbing your block as you're coming into it, come into it. Stay focused on this pose. Then give yourself what you need in this pose. We'll take a little variation here. Your upper arm toward the front wall. Reach, line your bicep up with your ear. And then you're going to round your side body. Pull your right ribs up and in. You hardly ever do this, right? We always tell you don't do this. But guess what? You move it this way too. So you're reaching to the front wall. Straight to the front wall without rounding down. And you're super open there. Just gonna lift your in, create some side body lengthening on the left side, so curling on the right. Then you're gonna take your upper arm and reach toward the back wall. Drop your right ear toward your right shoulder. Oh, make sure you're not bringing your right shoulder toward your right ear. It's not important that they meet. It's important that you drop your head, if you're able. Some release through your side neck. Maybe you turn your chin in, see what that feels like toward your sternum. Maybe you take your chin forward toward the front wall, see what that's like. And on your next inhale, soften your front knee, come up to stand. Turn to the front wall, the pyramid. And pyramid stance, you're gonna lift your left arm up, bend your right knee, you're gonna exhale, bring your right hand down, let your head drop. And then inhale, you're going to bring your arm back up, come to standing, reach up and back. And then exhale, down and forward. You might bend your front knee here a lot, let your left hand trace back toward your left foot, and the head drops. Then inhale, bring your arm back up, reach up and back. And exhale, come down. Keeping your right hand at your hip can help you keep that hip crease. Inhale, reach up and back. Press into your front foot, your back foot. Exhale, fold. Stay here. Both hands down to your mat. Let your head drop, chin in toward your chest as much as you can. 
I know it feels good, right? I guess. There's that trans-like quality to it. <laughs> On your inhale, draw your heart forward, and then a little push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing. And down dog, breathe out. Send your left foot forward, where you're at. Open into warrior two. Inhale, reverse warrior. And straighten your front knee and hinge into triangle. And go for the hinge first, get all the way in, see what's possible here. What could be possible, what could be useful here. And then decide what to use in the poster. So if you're not getting to the floor and you need some support, grab a block. And this is not to say that using a block is, is bad, well, it's not at all. In fact, most of us, it's, it's highly you know, helpful. But there's this thing, when we're first starting yoga, teachers will often hand us a block because that's where we are at that time. And it's good safety and it's a good thing to come into pose and modification. But as you grow in your practice, you grow in your proprioception, your knowledge of your body and where it is in space. As you start to take that on, you can start making choices. You become much more powerful in your poses when you're making the choices. Even if that choice each time requires a block or a prop. You're going to reach for the front wall, take your top arm overhead, pinky finger toward the floor. And just spin your lower ribs up toward the ceiling still. But you're going to pull your left ribs in into that side, and it'll hollow out of your left side, spread of your right side. And this is the other thing, like when we're first doing triangle, we tell you not to like curve like this, right? But then as you get some ability to know your body, this becomes an exploration. Then you're going to take your top arm and reach back. You're going to let your hand go to your hip or reach the back wall. And let your left ear drop towards your left shoulder. Again, not important that they touch. Just that you're letting your head go. Maybe you turn your chin a little toward your sternum, maybe toward the front wall. And soften your front knee, steady yourself to come up to standing. And turn to the front. We're going to take a pyramid stance. Your left hand at your left hip, your left knee soft or even bent your right arm up. The idea is we're going to inhale to reach up. Exhale, down. Let your right hand slide along the floor towards your right foot. Let your hip drop all the way that you can. And then inhale, come up. You're stacking your spine, lifting up maybe a little back through your arm, a little side body stretch, and then folding back into it. 
Just find the pace of your breath with this. Use strong legs. Stay bent in your front knee. Stay bent in your front knee to keep muscular action going on. And make sure you're not just hinging at your joints. The front knee bend. It's, it's kind, of, kind of like you're coming into a lunge, like into a half warrior stance there. It's just important for that muscular engagement that keeps your low back and your hips healthy. One more. Drive from your feet and your legs, your low belly, and reach. And then come down slowly. And take your hands to the floor, let your head drop. Last night's like two hours long, right? <laughs> don't worry, we'll get you home in time for your shows. Are there shows on? I don't even know if there's shows anymore. Does anyone watch shows? Okay. It used to be a thing. I don't know anymore. How long I've been teaching exercise classes. People used to want to get home to see TV. Now you just watch Netflix whenever, like in your car. <laughs> On your inhale, draw your heart forward. <laughs> There's a few of you who <laughs> love push up, breathe out. <laughs> breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. Full breath in. And empty. Look through your hands, walk across the seated, come down into your back. Big bridge or wheel. Breath, right? We don't need to do anything, we don't need to overwork it. 
receives. And one more, full breath in. Really fill up, get as full as you can. Then press it all out. Really use muscular effort and energy from all places in your body that can help you breathe out. Then hold your breath out. Then just allow it back in. Let it seep in. Big, buoyant breath. Bring your knees together. Hug them in onto your chest. Nose, knees, knees, nose. Rock up and back to boat. Beautiful boat in Navasana. Any variation. If you're going to put your feet on the floor, if you're going to hold your legs. And you're drawing your low belly in. You're lengthening the front side of your body. And get the space there. Have as much lift to your chest as you can get and still maintain your breath. So sometimes we're working so hard in this pose and we, we talk about this lift of the chest and it becomes this really hard work of getting our spine in. But what if you didn't work so hard on that part? What if you maintain your breath? Let your breath do the lift of your chest. It's not any less work, but it's more productive if you want oxygen. <laughs> I mean, who wants oxygen? Lower down slowly, low boat. And then release down to your mat. And pause, breathe. soles of your feet to the floor and out toward the edges of your mat. You know, let your knees, hmm, windshield wiper side to side. Really nice uh, swishing of your leg bones and your pelvis. And you'll pause with them over toward the right. And let your feet walk as far apart as they can. So you'll be on the wood floor with your feet. Then you'll take your right foot and hook it over your left knee, if that's okay for you. If it's not, stay with the feet wide apart. And you're using your right leg's weight to bring your left leg down. Just notice where you feel what you feel along the sideline of your body. Press your left shoulder blade down, and you get more space as you inhale, and you feel light. Slowly unwind your legs, come back to center with both feet out on the wood, and then the other side. It's going to be a completely different leg because it's your other leg, right?
And so much about this one, it's not like one does it better or worse than the other, but there's different things we feel on the two different sides of our body. And on one side of this, I feel on the outside, and one side I feel it like way inside and in my psoas, right? Very, very different. Maybe something completely different in your body showing up. We sometimes get in this game of the symmetry of things in the practice, of one being better at this than the other. You have two different sides that have two very different lives. Some things we do are symmetrical, very, very few things we do are truly symmetrical. Body's going to show that. Unwind slowly back to center and cross your right foot over your left back. And you're for reclined pigeon. You can put a block behind your head if that helps you to feel more comfortable. And you notice what you feel on this side. Where do you feel it? Where can your breath go as you're taking this shape? You notice around the hip area, and just through your right side, through your left side. Where are the sensations? strong that you can get on each side of the body. 
we're taking care of each side. Getting it open, making it strong. We instinctively work back toward balance. But it may never be the same. Be like that and still be in balance. Be ready to unwind. Keep your right knee drawn in, bring it across your body into a twist. Lift your hips and slide them over to the right. Find more length in your side body here. Is there a way to create more space around your rib cage, your waist? Possibly by pressing out through your left foot and lengthening your left leg. On your inhale, slowly come back to center. Switch sides. Hug your left knee in, send your right leg out. Rotate. space in your side body. That's the other thing with yoga. Yoga is always a question. It's always a question. We're always just finding the answer of right now. This moment. until we get into them, until we explore. And it's the exploring where all the richness of the practice comes in. And we can go through the motions. But when we get curious and explore, that's when we learn. It teaches us to do that in each situation that we're in on this map. We can take that out the door with us. Approach stuff out there. Being in this process of exploration, of curiosity, and listening.
rest, what do you notice? yoga in there. 